Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bowen, Sheila, the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. <laughs> That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. <laughs> just go with what you saw today. Okay, yeah. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. For You'll sure. be wrong often, yeah. but then you can just point back to when you were right. No yeah. one will remember. No That's one's true. listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on Saturday, August 3rd. 2019 from the Novacare Complex, Bo Wolf and Zach Berman. And uh, we start today on a bit of a somber note. Kamu, 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 Guru Hill. We hope he's well. We hope he's well. Zach Kamu Gruje Hill uh, going down in practice today. An injury scare could be uh, could be a tough one. First off, I I didn't know where you were going initially <laughs> there, so that was I was, uh, I was like, "Where's the energy today?" Uh, that was a half uh, idea from Jimmy Kemsky, yeah. who was sort of taken over as the de facto producer for Birds with Friends. Oh, he has some good ideas. No, so yeah, so we saw Kamu uh, go off in practice, walked off the field, then was carted into the medical tent. Uh, obviously, further tests. Looked to me like he was grabbing his knee right away on the ground. That would be a, it. Would be a big loss. Uh, we don't want to speculate. No, didn't look good. Um, it, and it, that would be a really significant loss. Yes, he, I mean they're they're really counting on him this year. They are. He he has been very good in camp, uh, and and he had a really good practice today. He, he had did. on the there was a goal line play where Carson was throwing to the left sideline and and Camus just he knocked has it down upon the scrimmage. Carson Wentz. This, he has actually throughout this training camp. Yeah, that would be that's you, an interesting one to monitor. It would be a really significant loss, and uh, you know, Nigel Bradham. We don't think uh, is going to be a, a lingering injury, but he has not returned yet. So, uh, if you're missing Kamu Grusha Hill, who who by all uh, accounts was probably going to be your uh, your three down line, mm-hmm. your other three down linebacker, your other nickel linebacker alongside Bradham, uh, it's uh, it's an interesting question as to how they would have to go about. Filling that hole. I mean, it is the least important of the three uh, depth of positions on the defense, and certainly the the team is built with that in mind. But uh, I think they are really counting on him. Uh, and you know, maybe my guess is it probably makes Nate Gary the second three down linebacker. But that's uh, that's a lot to put on his shoulders. Yeah, and as as we've discussed on this podcast last year, it seemed like they went to Camus after exhausting the other options. Right. Nate Gary among them. Uh, they also have Zach Brown this year, who has significant starting experience. They have LJ Fort, who works well in passing situations, or at least in theory. theory that, right. that's, that's why they signed him. So they have options. They can mix and match there. But you wrote this in your 90-man uh, roster um, overview. The one that made me throw up, yeah. <laughs> That was really well done. Was six thousand words, I believe it was. Something like that. Uh, Something that very silly. He's 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 one of their youngest starters. Twenty five years old. Yeah. 
he's an ascending player. And I, if, if you know, if it is a significant injury, you feel bad for him because my my sense is they were probably going to sign him to a deal before he became a free agent this as, offseason. As they should. He, right. he he's gotten better every year. Uh, you know, he's he's a culture guy. Was a uh, captain last year. Exactly. So again, like you said, we're not speculating, but it was a notable injury, and unlike Miles Sanders. Two practices ago, he, he practiced today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders came back at the end of that practice. Was on the sideline. That did not happen with Camus. No. He went to the locker room after the, the evaluation on the. Sideline. And it was during a live period. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, only two days of camp we've had a live period so far, and so that will probably draw some uh, some second guessing. But I mean, the truth is. Every football team, you, you sort of have to enter preseason expecting that you're going to get hit with a couple of significant injuries, and you're just you sort of uh, pray to the football gods that it's it's not going to be uh, one of the most important players on the team. So, but I mean, Camus is, a, is a, a very important player. Yeah, and it's it's not just an important player, but you're you also pray to the football gods that it's not a position where where you lack depth, and right. that's a position where the Eagles aren't especially deep in terms of you know. I, I think really solid, good players. Right. Now, I think so. that uh, we have been sort of speculating all along that, you know, they are deeper in the defensive backfield. Although, I mean, there's still three injured sure. corners, so maybe that is not the case. But maybe they would play more dime this year, uh, and, and maybe this eventually leads to that. But, um, I mean, you still, need, you still need some functioning linebackers on the team. Agreed. And also, the other, pro- the, other, the other thing is, you know, the dominoes of, okay— now what happens if Nigel Bradham gets uh, gets nicked up and all of a sudden you've got Zach Brown and, and Nate Gary out there? I thought going into camp it was the weakest position on the team. And if you take away... Besides fullback. <laughs> fullback is not applicable. <laughs> um, That's why it's so weak. Exactly. Uh, but if you take away Kamal Gurjur-Hill, then, who's their second best linebacker, no doubt. objectively speaking, then... Then it's even worse, and so yes. it's it's a major storyline to watch here. It is. Uh, what else from practice? You were the observer today, although mm-hmm. uh, we split up on a couple sessions. Uh, they did go live twice. What did you? Uh, what stood out to you? What stood out to me? Well, I'm, I'm going before the live period right now. Okay. I'm going in one on ones. You were watching the wide receivers DBs, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, in the red zone, it was interesting to watch. There was a. Malcolm Jenkins, Nelson Aguilar, one on one, where Malcolm uh, was up in his face, uh, rerouted him, and had the interception. Oh, nice! Uh, and because Malcolm was getting uh, dusted a little bit the other day in one on ones. Yeah, Malcolm. Well, that was. Uh, I mean, it's an, it's also an impossible task. No, so that's why it stood out that he, right. he 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 made that play. And then there was one where Alshon Jeffrey muscled up uh, a, a Douglas, who did a real good job in coverage. But it was like an Alshon being Alshon play. It was just right. the bigger, stronger receiver there. It's a good matchup for Rasul, too, actually. It is. With the type of pl- the player that he can cover. It is. So in one-on-ones, that stood out. Um, in team drills, uh, we saw a little more running than we saw usual. Sure. And there was a, I saw one nice goal line run by Jordan Howard. Yep. Uh, that jumped out. We didn't really see much Miles Sanders in Team Zero. We did not. Yet. We did not. So they were there, easing him back. Yeah. So there was no Miles Sanders, which there. I think is the right decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keep dropping my pen cap. <laughs> I thought the I thought the corners looked good. Would Would you say that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I good looking gentleman. <laughs> well, I, I just think that 
that Rasul Douglas, Sidney Jones, and Avante Maddox have have been one of the bright. It, it's that group has been a bright part of this training camp. I, I feel like if those are your three guys opening day, if if Darby's not ready, if Mills is on pup, uh, then. It's not like oh oh man you're you're down your two starters in it's the past okay. few years it's yeah okay. these guys are ready to play and and frankly it's been the plan the Eagles drafted them high developed them and uh, I I really feel like they've been maturing so they had a, a, a decent practice there were I'm actually not sure that I that I think Avante Maddox has has stood out well he I really stood on the quiet. spring he, yeah. he he hasn't really. Uh, but no, I I don't think he's had a bad camp. I don't think he's had a bad camp, but I don't think he like I think Rasul has has sort of been oh, yeah. making plays I every agree. day. I don't think that. And as we've established, Sidney Jones has as well. well yeah, that's true. Yes. But it is also different than last year. Remember last year, Darby and Mills looked great. Yes, all that's summer true. long. But uh, you know, you you had to contextualize it. They were going up against a terrible group of yeah, wide the, receivers. the wide receivers like, were yeah, not so like they should have been dominating. Yes. Whereas this year. The corners playing well is it means a little bit more because they, it is they're going up against a full complement of NFL caliber starting receivers. I agree with you there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't have my notebook in front of me, but uh, no, there was way to prepare for the podcast. I have my laptop in front of me here. Okay, uh, there was a well, nice. Did you have your laptop out on the field? No, I did not. Yeah, well, so what, <laughs> was... what are we doing here? Uh, well, in case I need a quick Google search here, uh, but I should have been more ready for this question. You, you could have had both. But I have a sharp mind, so I'm I'm, I'm ready or well, a sharp no a sharp memory. <laughs> um, not sharp mind, sharp memory, I should say. Zach Ertz had a touchdown catch in the corner of the end zone. Um, did a good job getting open. Ertz being Ertz, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Then there was uh, let's see, Jason Peters saw a little more team drills from him. Yeah, I was surprised that he was participating in the live. Yeah, and I I thought he held his his side pretty well. Yeah, I would say so. Um, Sharif Miller had a. Had a sack, or what you would consider a sack, but he he came in unblocked. Uh, so we saw that. Stefan Wisniewski had a bad yeah, snapping a terrible day. Terrible snap, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a uh, it was the Nate Sudfeld, and it was like a ground ball, total ground ball. So let's see, that was fresh. That was a, that was a big play too because they they had been stuffed or they had been stuffed mm-hmm. once and then given up a sack. So Doug was really challenging them. He's like, defense is one of the first two plays. Let's see what you got here. And then Wiz just th- <laughs> throws a ground ball. <laughs> yes. Doesn't even have a chance. Yeah, nice. Sudfeld did not scoop it up. Um, he didn't even. It, it was. It was also. It wasn't even a ground ball to him. It was like a ground ball to the side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a seeing eye single. You yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, not good. But yeah, so that stood out as well. What about you? What stood out to you? Uh, well, we did get our first fight. Of camp over by your side, one, over by my side on the uh, D line, O line, one on ones, and this was uh, seventy six on seventy six crime and the fight for seventy six, the fight for seventy six. So Casey Tucker, right tackle versus Sharif Miller at uh, left defensive end. They had taken a snap against each other uh, earlier, a few reps earlier, and you could you could just tell that Casey Tucker was sort of itching for a fight, like he was he was prepared to sort of give him that uh, that right handed club move. Uh, and then the next time they go, uh, it was it was a bit of a stalemate, and uh, Miller was getting sort of getting to the quarterback, but it took a while. And so then the the blocking continues. Casey Tucker gives him a shove, and then uh, then the fisticuffs were on a couple a couple shoves to the helmet. Tucker's helmet came off, and then it was broken up by everybody. Who would have won? 
If if they had a fight, they, it's a good question. There was a there was a Brian Brayman Jason Peters. Fight. It seemed to me that who uh, ends it. It seemed to me that Casey Tucker was the one who was more itching for the fight. It mm-hmm. seemed to me like he was the instigator. But uh, I think my money would probably be on Sharif Miller. Yes, uh, I'm 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 biased here, uh, but I'm not messing with North Philly. Mm-hmm. So give me Sharif in that one. Okay, that's fair. Uh, what else? Uh, when you were watching the wide receiver, DB one-on-ones, I was watching the running back, tight end, uh, linebacker safety one-on-ones, uh, which is fun because you get both the pass protection and the routes. And it's hard for those guys to cover them in in routes in completely wide mm-hmm. open space in the middle of the field. But uh, Miles Sanders had only had one rep in the pass protection, but he looked good. Uh, Jonathan Cyprian looked like he was ready to bring the smoke on his first day. Uh, which I thought was fun. Spoke to uh, I, I spoke to him after, after practice. Um, he got sip treatment by uh, a reporter who knows him from a previous stop. Okay. Um, and so, did he double take or? No, I I just I'm 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 very reluctant going with the nicknames. Yes. Even well, you got to introduce yourself first. Even after yeah. that, yeah. No, no, no. Even after that, how, as we established, yeah. I'm not a big V level. I, right. I can't. Um, it's interesting. I saw his Twitter handle is just CYP. Yeah, Sip. and, and so that's how he 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 went by. So it was a, re- a reporter who has a previous relationship with him, but it was it was right to Sip, and so that yeah, that was interesting. Uh, he he goes I, by Sip. I dipped in there very quickly. seemed like a seemed like a fun guy. Yeah, uh, asked uh, you know he's be, he's been pining for the opportunity. Was ready. Uh, he said after after eight months of the ACL. Had a few hybrid safety questions. Uh, I wasn't really volunteering to play linebacker, but was more saying he thinks safeties are the most versatile players on the field, can play against running backs and against receivers. Um, and asked him the – I teed him up in the obvious – you know, it's not really a hard-hitting question in that a few years ago – you know, it, it wasn't that long ago, two years ago, you were a $25 million free agent. Right. You know, how far are you away from being that player? Or are, are you that same player? And I've never heard a player be like, no way. You know, I'm, right. I'm worth the league minimum now. Right, right, right. Me? So, so you go into it I'm knowing. I'm more of a $3 million guy. Yeah, now. you yeah. go into it knowing that, you know, it's a leading question. But uh, basically just saying that he's 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 ready to play, ready to contribute. And look, it, unless um, – well, we'll see what happens with Kamukers or Hill. But I, I do believe that Cyprian could be a potential – um, I don't want to say solution, but potential option as a hybrid linebacker safety. Potentially so. I think that's right. Um, I think he's got. I think he's got a real chance to make the team. Yeah. Um, take a look and see how healthy he is. And it's it's uh, it wasn't that long ago when Howie Roseman, uh, when you would have these training camp transactions, it was un- undrafted player from small school who's really just filling out the roster. You know, Joe Toledo. Yeah, or Andy, um, the the tight end they just signed. Andy Ellis. Yeah, is Andy, that his name? Andy Ellis, uh, who's actually not. He's he's, he can't, he's Alex, played in the NFL. Alex. Yes, Alex yeah, Ellis, okay. who's played in the NFL. But I'm not really expecting him to be on the team. Sure. But my point is, is that you're uh, Dave Balls. Yes, uh, this is a different. This is a, a, a different approach, and it's something how he's done now for two, three years, where he really values veteran depth. I've spoken to him in depth about this topic actually before in the past, and uh, they you saw it with Orlando Scandrick, you saw it with Jonathan with uh, Jonathan Cyprian. Uh, when you talk about the growth of Howie as 
as a GM in, in terms of building the roster. I think that a lot of times he, in the, in the past, he would look for that player on the rookie contract to kind of ex- to ascend into, mm-hmm. a, into a bigger role. And he values now guys who've, who've proven it, who've done it. I think it helps in, ter- in, in, in the locker room uh, in their Super Bowl year when they brought in a guy like Elberby. Uh, from Hamlet, North Carolina. Yes. Uh, I mean, Legarrette Blunt was was that kind of signing. Corey Graham was that kind of signing. Patrick Robinson. Patrick Robinson was that kind of signing, and and so I I think it it's also where they are. Most of those of, guys were earlier in free agency. Corey Graham was this time of year though. I think he was an August first guy. Two years ago. Was uh, he? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. He was he was during training camp. Okay. He the first time he talked. Was that an open practice at Lincoln Financial Field? There you I go. Remember, yeah, I remember him. I think I do there. remember that actually. Yes. Uh, so my point is, is, is that uh, this is a move that's becoming characteristic for Howie Roseman, and I, and I give him credit because it's it's what you would call a win now move. It's not a move you make for the team three years from now. Right. It's well, it's also a no risk move. I mean. Oh, absolutely. As uh, we established in our yes. uh, yeah and in. Now so it will be interesting play. to see what you know. He has never Cyprian has never not started a game. So he, seventy career starts, he has seventy to, career uh, games. Yep. He has to accept whatever his role is going to be. But uh, another I'm guy sure he's who here to do that. who started every game he played was Jonas Jennings. By the way, as I found out when wow. I was there. yeah, Very nice. I think he was like seventy two career games. Read that story. Starts. Read Zach's Jason Peters Jonas Jennings story. Thank you. I, athletic. I didn't do it for the plug. I I I, I just did it because work those it plug, is work those bad boys in. It's always interesting to me, a, a guy who's like a career starter, how you transition into right. a different role. Yeah. yeah. There's a uh, specific segment of our fan base that's going to be very interested to know how, you're, how you feel about seltzers. I'm drinking a mango Waterloo right now. Okay. I, I'm a big fan of seltzers, and uh, I don't like it for, for like a, a thirst-quenching Okay. Situation, you know, you're coming off a hot practice field. I want water. I don't want the carbonation. Okay. But if you're eating something savory, then I do like something carbonated with that. Okay. And and I I found um, I, fa- I I found seltzers, flavored seltzers. I can't stand like the unflavored. You don't seltzer. like regular so like a, like club a plain soda. Seltzer? Club yeah. soda. Okay. Yeah. I I was on a kick at, at one point where. I was trying club soda on the plane, like like club soda mm. with lemon, and then I read an article. This is this is a tangent. I'm sorry. It's all tangents. The show is tangents. <laughs> I, I read an article about like it said, "Don't ask for lemons on planes." Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, there's yeah. something about how long they're sitting out. I can see that. Yeah, they're, they're not fresh cut lemons. Yeah, say. Oh, so that's a good piece of advice. Probably. Yeah. So then I I stopped doing that and I went back to ginger ale on planes. Ginger ale on planes is a yeah. good. It's a good move. I'm I not like a soda drinker. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. a soda drinker, but I'm a big ginger ale drinker. Ginger ale on planes is is uh, is yeah. my move as well. Yeah. And all right. Well, when we're we're flying together this year, we'll, that's good. I'll know what to order you. What's say, your? He's he's working right here, uh, but he'll have right. a ginger ale. Yeah. What is your? Uh, do you have a favorite seltzer brand? Uh, I'm an eco opportunity one. Okay. Um, now what about? I do have the. I call it Lacroix. I know you guys. It's point of discussion on this show it is lacroix yes yes but shield does not call it lacroix yeah i think he does now oh he does now yeah. okay but not originally was that correct no there people want us to call it something else but it okay. is lacroix yeah so uh i i do like lacroix um but 
I don't think there's a considerable difference between Lacroix and... Is there a... Uh, is there a, a, let's say, I, okay, there's this brand new type of seltzer you've never tried before, mm-hmm. uh, and you want to you judge it. What flavor do you choose? Well, that's so. I was about to say, I'm I'm more motivated by the flavor than the brand. Okay, like with Lacroix, I like the peach pear flavor. Okay, that's a solid one. Um, I'm a big black cherry guy, so like I think that's like the safest, yeah, the safest I, choice you can make in seltzer. I actually think lemon or lime's the safest you can go with. Yeah, like the like club soda with lemon is is the old fashioned. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 not very. Uh, it, t- it I think a lemon tastes too much like a regular seltzer. Growing up, my all right, we're really on a tangent here. I'm sorry. My it's grandfather a was a big seltzer drinker. Okay, yeah, uh, he's a big seltzer. I've always drinker. Always like that and, about your grandfather. And he would have what's what's the at the at the, at the time I imagine it was like the seltzer, the the common seltzer one that drank. The brand's escaping me now, but it was um, Polar. I don't think it's Polar. No, or, or maybe it was. I'm I'm going to Google it, but yeah, but. There would always it might, be it, could just, it might just be like the supermarket brand, you know. There would always be bottles of of seltzer uh, growing up. Okay, yeah. So exciting yeah, so, stuff. What's that? It's so well, so stuff. I I I've been a seltzer fan since I'm 33 years old. I I was drinking seltzer probably at like six or seven. Really? At my grandfather's. Yeah, that's so, funny. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, the Birds with Friends fans who have stopped. Us at uh, practice to say hello. We had uh, Connor the other day. We had uh, John DeBrucker, shout out. And uh, the one and only Rich Bobby today. Football guy showed up in full uh, black long sleeve Eagles shirt. So you know that he's, uh, he's a concussion uncle type of guy. I'm very grateful for Rich um, because he actually he came to a book signing. Wow. Yeah, so I'm really appreciative of that. And now what book was that? Underdogs to Philadelphia Eagles Emotional Road to Super Bowl Victory. I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that I that I wrote it. Um, for, and where can listeners buy that that book? Anywhere books are sold. Which is anywhere I, books are so, sold. So it's interesting. You're you're told to say that. You're told to say, and, and you'll see author say right. it's available anywhere books are sold. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> what if I have a What if I'm having a yard sale? Yeah, but it's it's actually there's probably like independent bookstores that don't sell. Right. It, um, but it's it's more meant like. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, like you can you can get it there. Um, but I'll give uh, so so. Bo gave me a hard time during the football season. I would never do that for uh, if if I would ever mention my book. Bo would be like, "Did did you write a book?" So it was well, it was you a, gotta, it was you a gotta, you, that's that's the whole thing about um, books is you have to self you have to yeah and and they tell you that actually right. they're like what are you doing to promote that sounds it? like the worst part um, of the of the but, writing uh, I guess so, the writing is probably the worst part but <laughs> but but when I I'll tell you this this is a, a little behind the scenes here um, when we when I had to write my why I joined the athletic story. Mm. Uh, I was trying to think of of like a, a good way to write it to explain different stories I, i've written on why i'm so excited to join the athletic and uh i found this this entryway of, of doing it by by mention when i when i sat down to start to write the book and my only concern with the top of that was bo's gonna think i'm pumping up my book here when really i'm trying to pump no, up the type I, of working we do if i was athletic. actually offended i wouldn't joke about it okay that's the, whole, right. that's the whole thing but that thought actually did cross my mind like um, so I'm 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 finally Bo's Bo's teammate here. It's and like well, the first thing I'm mentioning is, is it's like you being worried that uh, Sheila was 
doing the Sidney Jones story or, or whatever when he went to California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a legitimate thing. And there's the so there's this other story. I'm I'm, I'm not going to say it, but uh, there's this reporter who's working on a story right now. It's it's pretty obvious the story he's 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 working on. But I saw him do an interview, and I said to him afterwards, I was like. I'm literally going to be up at night right. for the next few weeks, like reloading my page, waiting for you to write this story right. to see what you have. Yeah. Right. Um, my uh, my wife will tell you that has not gone away ever. Now I'm curious how uh, how much you are tossing and turning over the past couple of nights trying to think about uh, the voices of Eagles past to prepare for your next jaunt into uh, name that loon <laughs> I, I was embarrassed by that showing uh, <laughs> i'll admit that but i'll say i think i'm i'm better if we did a name that loon not tune related but if you're like i'm th- i'm thinking of a player who that's two can you six okay two can you okay six five two twenty went to such and such school i'm confident well, I, I know you can get the played schools on, played yeah. on this team i'm yeah, not gonna you know, just lobby softballs yeah so that i can get the voice was a little harder uh oh, but it's tough i'm confident i can do it with this team okay so if we did it with this team you think if i, I mean, give you alex brown you'll get you'll get him no no uh i have not yet spoken to alex brown which I'm embarrassed to say because uh, I do take pride in enduring the week of the season, at least saying hello to every player on the team. Yes, uh, that's a good. I think that's a nice goal. Yeah, you, I, I, I'm I to the point that, that like, and that you know, to these the guys might not know my you're, name. You're showing up at uh, no, but 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 they're like, oh, that's the short guy who says hello to me every time he walks by me. In the that's hallway. okay. Yeah. Um, I, now I believe you had a recent fan interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to discuss this. <laughs> um, it's I, too I, good not to tell. <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll, I'll just say it very quickly and then we can get on to the, <laughs> to the next segment. But, uh, it's too good not to tell. Was, you know that I had to push you. On I this. was, I was, I was out to dinner and I ran into someone as I was leaving who listens to the show uh, and they mentioned that to me. And so I, w- I was with my wife. And the first thing I said was, well, I need to say I love my wife and I love my kids. But I, I guess this this listener either he didn't think it was funny, which which could entirely be the case. But it seemed more like he didn't know what I was talking about. Right. And some listener. And, <laughs> and I, was really, I, I was really embarrassed because if you don't know the context, yes. it's a really odd thing. Oh, I, <laughs> I you know, I, I love birds with friends. I need to say I love my wife and I love my kids. <laughs> like it would be like okay. And I was telling Bo, that's it, really really good. It reminds me of there was uh, when Stephen A. Smith. Well, he has a TV show now, but he had a different TV show a few years ago, and he had Alan Iverson on, and he asked Alan Iverson a question that like had nothing to do with his mother, uh, and his response was, "I love my mama," and. Uh, Stephen A. was like, "Give it up, Brown. He loves his mama." But like, I I just feel like, you know, this this guy said I listened to the show, and I'm like, I love uh, my wife and I love my kids. It's really really funny. Yeah. It's uh, very good. So I I need to make sure that they're how how far they've they've listened into the show. This is not uh, a related story, but I was at uh, I was at the grocery store with Casey the other day. And uh, it was getting a little bit close close to dinner time, so he was getting a little bit antsy. Uh, you know, I know that feeling. He was still having a good time, but he was he was getting a little bit, uh, you know, ready to make a move. And we were towards the tail end of the of the shopping experience, and I was looking to my right, 
and unbeknownst to me, Casey was reaching back into the uh, into the cart behind him, and he had grabbed a packet of uh, raspberries, and he threw it out of the cart, and yeah. out, out of the corner of my eye, I saw I saw the throwing motion, and instinctively grabbed the raspberries midair like a great dad reflex catch, and uh, the woman who was in charge of the cheese and crackers sample station saw me make the play really and was like and was just like wow like i can't like that was unbelievable well you're and, a great baseball player and i've, I've never felt so seen i was uh it was fantastic no as, for somebody as, to witness that play i was uh well we we know your softball exploits it was, it was, on the a, it was an athletic highlight but you also has as you well established played against josh zide in a terrific article you yes should go back uh, and read. long time uh, listeners know i yeah. let the let the county innings yeah. pitched but, uh, yeah there you go but I, I do want to compliment you while we're on this topic. Uh, Please of, keep the compliments. Of me. your ability as a host because uh, probably as has been fairly obvious, I, I, I tend to be more on the substance side. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's just talk football. Let's get in and out. Let's, let's knock this out. And uh, it's, it's been nice to see on Twitter how many people have actually enjoyed the You've got a lovely personality that people let and, the people and, in. And revealing that. And as I told to as I told to our friend Elliot Shore Parks today, uh, it, it's it's kind of funny where like you spend like ten years building a career, you know, getting to know a team. You want to be known as like an authoritative voice. And all you had to do was just have an opinion on on body wash versus bar soap in yes. order to Yeah. Uh, so you I found that doing interesting. That long ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on practice? <laughs> oh, practice. Yes. Uh, no, I, I uh, you know, I, I don't think it was a remarkable day other than the Kamukrisher Hill. Yes. You, you mentioned the hitting, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be another meats and potatoes observations day, and then uh, our our readers can look forward to you soon injecting humor back into it. Well, we've got the open practice on Sunday night at Lincoln Financial Field, which won't be much to watch. Which will, which won't be much to watch. We. We, we'll see whether that even deserves an observations or not. Um, I think that's probably about it from practice. Andrew Sandejo during one of the live periods like went went low on Zach Ertz, and I was like, like what are you doing? Like get this guy off the field. Zach Ertz does not like that. Um, yeah, I would I would imagine not. Zach Ertz, there was a uh, an, an instance in 2016, um, 16 or 17. 17, 2017, where, uh, uh, no, I, 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 I'm sorry. I believe it was 16. It might have been Jalen Mills in 16. Okay. Went low on him, and uh, and Zach was not happy about it. Had to be uh, had had to be evaluated quickly, mm. and uh, I think had some choice words at the moment. Yeah, yeah that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's. Uh... I think that's about all I've got from practice. Let's do a little uh, peck nest migrate for you. Let's okay. go. Uh, in terms of replacing Kamu, if he is out for a significant period of time, Nate Gary, LJ Fort, Zach Brown, peck nest migrate. One of them is your yeah, full-time yeah. three-down linebacker. One of them, uh, I guess, is your other linebacker, and when one you have to release. Uh, so I am. This I is am, not your prediction. This is how yeah. you would do it if you were the general manager. Uh, um, Howie Roseman has been fired, and yeah. the Eagles have named you in charge. I think Howie and I have have similar sensibilities in terms of roster building, so I, okay. I, I don't think we'd be considerably different. Um, 
which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but he is a Super Bowl winning GM now. So. Yes. Uh, I am, in, the, in, in that case, pecking uh, Zach Brown, um, nesting uh, Nate Gary, and He's Mike He's a full-timer. Gray. Oh, no, no, no. Nest is your full-time. Oh, okay. Peck, kiss. Yeah, yeah. Nest, no, no, no. no I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. I thought, like, who is my short-term guy? Who am I going to right away? Who's okay. like okay. I was thinking of it in that in in, in those terms. Okay, um, but to use what you said, uh, Zach Brown will be my my full time one in my opinion. Okay, then um, I'm going with uh, Nate, and then you're I'm whacking s- for it. Still getting rid of LJ. Yeah. Okay, I would. I think I would nest Nate Gary. Of course you would. Yeah, I yeah. have no choice. Have I said on the show? Uh, I'm sorry. Go on. Go ahead. Uh, LJ Fort, my favorite LJ Fort memory. No, you have not. I might have. Uh, my first game oh, think... ever on the beat was more my first regular season game on the Eagles beat was Week One, 2012, which was LJ Fort's first game, and he had two the interceptions. Yeah, and he had two interceptions, I believe, off of Mike Vick. Or yeah. he at least had one. He yeah, yeah, he at least had one, and maybe he just missed another. But that was. Uh, that I I I've, I've always remember LJ Ford. And have you and LJ talked game. about that over the yes. years? Yes, you have. Uh, well, not over the years. Over <laughs> over this this off season. Yeah, I spoke to him about it quite a bit. I, I've asked him about it like two or three times. As a matter of fact, okay. by his locker. Yeah. Pecknus migrate. Wendell Smallwood, Josh Adams, Boston Scott. One is your full time yeah. running back. Okay. One so, is on the roster, and the other is released. Okay, so. Uh, I am nesting the my full time running back is is Josh Adams. I am pecking uh, Boston Scott, and I am migrating Wendell because interesting. I I like Wendell, but I think we've seen <laughs> as as you established. I would actually I would actually nest Wendell. Really? Well, Josh Adams can't catch. Yeah, but. I, I know Josh Adams can can get yards running the ball. Like, Do you? Yes. Like two yards? He was our leading rusher last year. Yeah, I know he was. I mean... I just wonder how good he could be if he was running full speed. In that debacle against New Orleans, he showed up. Yeah, and then he got one offensive snap and two playoff Yeah, games. he was banged up, too. He was hurt. Like yeah. No, he was hurt. He got surgery after the season. Yeah. He was hurt. So... Uh, I mean, they weren't the most forthcoming about injuries. I think so. uh, I think you could get through. I mean, I'm no uh, I'm no Wendell Smallwood Stan, but I think you could get through a season. He can he can fake all the roles of a of a running back. Whereas yeah, I don't I've think Josh Adams could. Heard you say that. I've heard you write it. Um, <laughs> you've or, heard me or, write or, it. Not heard you write it. Read you writing it's that. Possible you've, and, you. It's possible you've heard yeah, me type it. And no, when I mean I've seen Wendell. Like I. Yeah, I agree yeah, with I'm that. Not, I don't. Like, there's, there's I would no, like them to have another player on the roster. There's nothing but, left to squeeze out of Wendell, in my opinion. I agree, but I also feel that way about Josh Adams. No, I think there's you can squeeze more out of Josh Adams. I don't know about that. And then I'm obviously uh, pecking Boston Scott. Yes. Everybody knows that. Yes, yes. You discovered uh, him, didn't you? I believe I invented okay. him, yes. Uh, Carlton Agadosi, Greg Ward, and Mark and Michelle. Okay, so I'm, go- I'm going in on Carlton. You're in? Yeah. Okay. Um, and maybe I'm being a heightist. Uh, but you can't teach height. Six six, man. You can't teach that. There was a play in in one on ones where, like, uh, I think it was McKinnon on him, and uh, you just knew from. And now Jeremiah McKinnon's not sure, your, but 
you just knew from the snap to Sudfeld that like he has no shot. You know, I mean, just just, just put it up, and it's right. Carlton's day. <laughs> it was Carlton's day. Is that day. what happened? Yeah, it's exactly uh, what happened. Okay. Uh, but I, I I do like what you wrote in your practice observations uh, two practices ago about his, his like awareness in space. Did you write that? I don't remember if I wrote that. Well, that might have been someone else. It doesn't sound like I wrote that. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's okay. Uh, I I read everyone's work on on the beats, and sometimes the practice observations. I would imagine sometimes that they blend together. together. Yes. Um, but uh, I'm uh, so then. Marcan, no, no, Greg Ward, I am pecking, okay, okay. and and I, no fault to his own, but Marcan Michelle, I am letting go. You're checking your watch, you're hungry, aren't you? No, 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 no. Uh, I I'm getting alerts. So oh, okay, yeah. are they but, are they important alerts? It's a Wall Street Journal story. No. So. Uh, California wants to teach your kids that cap. <laughs> I was seeing what it was. It was a Wall Street Journal alert. Okay. All right. Nate Sudfeld, Chase Daniel, Mike Kafka. <laughs> All right. Um, During their Eagles time. Yeah, Nate Sudfeld, I am um, nesting. Your... Okay. Okay. Chase Daniel, I am pecking. And Mike Kafka, I am migrating. Okay, I agree yeah. with that. Mike, Mike never, yeah. So a little 2012 training camp memory. Nick Foles was their third round pick that year. Mike Kafka was the presumed backup. It was like a Nate Sudfeld situation where he had a, he was ascending on the depth chart. Mike yes. Vick was the obvious starter. Yes, and it was just so clear in practice how much better Nick Foles was, and how much better Trent Edwards was. Yes, who they ended up keeping. Yes, so, yeah. Kafka was so bad. And, you know, couldn't happen to a uh, nicer guy. Uh, Quarterbacks coach of the Kansas City Chiefs now and considered on the fast yeah, track to sure be a head coach. coach considered years. on a fast track. Yeah. He'll probably deny me an interview <laughs> then, too. Uh, all right, now I want you to do these guys right today. One of them is your starter for the rest of their career. One of them mm-hmm. is your starter just for this year. And one of them you never okay. have. Sam Bradford, Eli Manning, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Um, so, I've never covered Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I've covered the other two. And uh, I and So, you guys use the word stand for the, for yeah. the guy. And I admit... I've, I've been, I don't I, use that word that often. But. I've been higher on Sam Bradford than others, so I've been a Sam well, Bradford I, stand. You and um, him and Chip, I guess. That's what I'm putting you on. <laughs> uh, also, I'll defend Eli because I I was around Eli for two years, and yeah, really, like it was a decade ago. Really respect the guy. Why? Um, why? Why do you respect him so much? Uh, f- a few reasons. First off, tough guy. Like okay, that's true. Really tough. Underrated toughness. In my I think opinion. that's true. Um, f- from what I observed and from what I heard, terrific teammate. Yeah. I'm not just. I'm just telling you. Okay. From I mean, uh, and then just seen him make a lot of like really good tough throws to the other team. Well, I actually covered him during a year when he had 25 interceptions. Yeah. But 11 of them were tip passes okay. by his own team. Okay. Uh, that was the 2010 season uh, when they went 10 and six and didn't make the playoffs. Mm. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I, I admittedly have a softer spot for Eli than our listeners who are Eagles fans, Mike. Cause I think our listeners who are Eagles fans have a very nice soft spot no, for Eli. No, but the, the, I know Eli's the butt of a lot of jokes. and I'll He's say, been very I, helpful to the Eagles over the years. 
he's also won two Super Bowls and has has made a lot of plays and uh, has do won a lot of games. Do you think he belongs in the Hall of Fame? I'm not a Hall of Fame voter. Um, is that like the cop? I mean, look, it, I don't think he belongs in the Hall of Fame in the sense that that like from my era, is he one of the top five quarterbacks? No. no and never. if you're like the tenth best quarterback in your era, you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Correct. But, he has two Super Bowls, and so what? you can't deny it. And uh, so, if you go based on that, like, well, I, why would you go based on that? That's well, I mean, I that, know to begin with, often, I think the Pro Football Hall of Fame is. Uh, I've never very been. Bad, in the, I've never but, been in that room, but like, you can't take away. And he he beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. He was terrific. At the same time, if Nick Foles goes yeah, on and wins the Super right, Bowl, Nick I don't Foles think Nick him. Foles should be in the Hall of Fame. So, um, but I so to answer your question. I'm talking about for the rest of his career or for their entire career? No, no, no. From today moving forward. From today moving forward. Okay. Well, I don't know if Sam Bradford can play anymore. Well, so, here we are. So then I'm, I guess I'm migrating Sam. Okay. Um, I, I guess I am... I'll still go Eli for the rest of their career over those guys. All right. Um, Your funeral. Fitzpa- I mean, but I'm not really... I'm not impressed with Fitzpatrick that much. Well, no, but I'd rather have him than Eli. I'd still rather have Sam, I guess, but I mean, I don't know how how how, how Sam's knees are. I think Sam Bradford is would... really underrated in the, in this city. Oh no! Yeah, he <laughs> kind of gets lumped in with Chip. Um, yeah, because they both stunk. I don't think Sam Bradford stunk that year. Matter of fact, uh, I, I I think Sam like I I thought Sam was a was a, a decent quarterback for 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 some reason. Okay, and. Look, this is, I'm not picking on all fans here, but like fans seem to hold Sam Bradford's contracts against him. I it, it's this like punchline all the time. This yeah. guy, this guy wins in the in in, in the business of football and so like he got a, he got offered these deals. He got, yeah, that's not his fault. It, th- that's my point. Yeah, that's fine. That's, I agree. That's with my that. point. Like he, he's also not good. He's also like really awful to watch it's like uh aesthetically his style of quarterback play is so bad oh <laughs> i mean i he, i've i've seen him play well at times and and he's he's like he's he's genuinely like, i don't think everyone's like he's 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 a nice guy he, he's like a decent yeah, he's guy. a nice guy he's sure a, he's he's a decent guy who uh has has had like Tough situation in terms of injuries, but I, I guess I just have a soft spot here because I keep hearing, "Well, he made all this money." Like, yeah, but like Sam. Yeah, loves, I don't think I don't think that's the thing to get like, on. Like for. Sam loves playing football, and his he, his knees were just messed up. But yeah. but he's he's made some great throws. He's he was he was uh, he was a good quarterback. He was a good quarterback. I'll, I'll, I don't I'll think that that's that true. No, I, I I'm I think it is. Uh, well, all right, I think it is. Zach Berman. And when he's right, Sam Bradford's like number one he, fan. When he has a clean pocket, he can he can really throw the ball. What but quarterback? What quarterback is you like needs a clean pocket? I mean, yeah, but yeah. That's, that's I mean some guys that's can't. A, that's an indictment like to some say guys he needs have, a clean have, pocket. Have, have the arm but I was, I will say this though, uh, I am sick of hearing about this pro day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You talk to people yeah. the, no, who were at that pro day, and, and you would think that I know that it was. I think there's a. I think there's a story there. It's like an urban legend. This Sam Bradford pro day. Well, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make the listeners uh, even angrier at you. Yeah. Chip Kelly, Pat Shermer, Ben McAdoo. 
Well, I'm, I am migrating Ben McAdoo. <laughs> Although, he did make the playoffs in his first year. Yeah. Um, I am... I might, I, might, I might nest McAdoo. Really? Uh, over Shermer, I hope, not over Chip. Over both of them. No. Chip, Chip, went, Chip went 20 and 12 in his first two years. Chip is a lousy personnel guy. I'll say that. Yeah, but if he's Good in coach. your building, he's going he's gonna to want to get that. He also, like, he, he had one idea. He never, he's never changed. I don't think that's true either. Uh, well, I don't think that's true either. All right. Well, let's save. We'll save I'll the say chip. this. We'll though. save the chip uh, uh, I, I, fight. I keep saying I'll say this as if like I need to preface <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, Sam Bradford was not a good career choice for him, and yeah, but he he won with Mark Sanchez. He won with Nick Foles. He won with Michael Vick. Although he he really didn't win much with Michael Vick. No, uh, he won with Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles had 27 touchdowns, two interceptions with him. He, I mean, go back and and read that. Eagles he had a good year. He had a good second year too. Mm, I mean, they so were much. nine and three and at, after Thanksgiving, and then Seattle just demoralized them, yeah. like absolutely demoralized them. Uh, he he couldn't. He did not do a, go, a good job hiring a, a defensive coordinator. Uh, well, you're throwing although, it on Bill Davis. Although now. no, I'm, I'm going to defend what Bill Davis. What defensive here. coordinator was yeah. he? Uh, he? He forced a scheme on on to Bill Davis as well. And forced, yeah, and he forced like a million snaps onto the, he the players on defense. Yeah, but I, I, I think that's overrated too. I think that's overrated too. I mean, okay. the other defense is like playing a lot of snaps too. You know, that's, yeah, but that's not over the saying. course of a season. Sure, but I don't think that was their downfall. Well, what do you think happened at the? Uh, you don't think they had tired legs by the end of the second year when they collapsed? Then explain the first year then when 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 they were just when they heated up in November and December. I don't know. We can save the chip conversation for another day. I mean, he 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 did a really bad job with the roster. He did a really bad job with the roster. Yeah, but the two thousand the, the two thousand sixteen offseason is indefensible, and and I I will say that as a coach was a good coach. He also uh, made nearly every player on the team hate him. That's part of coaching. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, he but, treated grown men like children. That 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 does not have a uh, yeah uh, a lasting success. He he did a lot of things in the in the locker room that were wrong. Um, I think chief among them, when he had equity, he 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 exhausted it on Riley Cooper, right? Uh, which which I also think is yes. indefensible, or I shouldn't say indefensible, but it's something uh, I, I will think not, it is indefensible. I will not defend him yeah. on it. I, I imagine. Riley Cooper would defend him on it, well, but, right. um, but I I think he's, he's yeah. But he sent him home for a weekend, so that was an appropriate punishment. <laughs> a weekend, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought, and we'll have this discussion in another day. But I, I I didn't think he was a bad coach, and I actually think that, and you're gonna be upset when I say this, as as someone who was in the building at the time. Okay, I think underrated human being. Oh yeah, I, I, I think you're wrong about yeah. that. Underrated human being, like gets. I will not curse on this podcast, but but gets crapped on as a human being in yeah. the city. Um, I can tell you multiple stories of like just really kind gestures that he did for people uh, that he didn't want any type of like credit or no, sure. or you know publicity on, but just did it because like it was like he was he was he was doing a nice thing. Now, 
in terms of everyday interaction. Do you think it's a heavy lift for a person to acknowledge another person's existence yeah, look, in I'm the not, hallway? Look, I, I think he's like – I don't think he's like very friendly sometimes and he's kind of awkward at, at times. But like uh, – but he's also he, he's also really nice to some other people too. Yeah, OK. okay like, I um, mean like he, so was Mussolini. Do you know that? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. That. I don't know Mussolini well, like <laughs> at all. Um, but I, I think that uh, I've, I've, I've heard and I've seen a yeah, lot I'm of things sure, chipped yes. in. There, yeah, he contains multitudes. That's fair. Yes, like I don't think this is an evil person. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I don't think he's evil. Or like I don't think he's like a bad guy. I don't think he's a good. I don't know. Then again, I mean, and and like I, I tend to like. I, I, I tend to like people, um, especially Brian yeah. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save that story for another. You nailed day. that one. We'll yeah. save that story for another. We'll day. Say, we can save that yeah. one. All right, I have two quick ones. Yes, uh, ice cream, water ice, and cookies. Okay. Oh, I. I want to get you on the record on your water ice. Yeah. Check. Can I have all of these? Like, I love dessert. Okay. I'm a sweet tooth. Um, I guess I am. I'm married. One you get once a year. Yeah. The other you can have whenever you want, and the other you can never have again. Okay, ice cream for uh, the rest of the year. You can have whenever you want. Yeah, whenever I want. Okay. Ice cream. Uh, cookies for the rest of the year, and then what? Once I... a year? You can have one cookie a year? And then and then one I can't have ever again? Yeah. I guess water ice. Of those, but I, I want them all, you know? Now, you said so, the other day you prefer water ice to ice cream in the summer. Off the field. Or like, like on a really hot day, yeah. I prefer water ice okay. because like on a really hot day, you have like a lot of dairy. Like here, I'll put it this way. Sure. Here, let I me ask you. I prefer ice cream. Let me ask you this, okay? You're you're really hot. I I I, I know that's right. I can give you a glass of milk or a glass of water. What do you want? Well, yeah, those are different no. things. I mean, obviously, I want the water. Why? Because it's more refreshing. There you go. Yeah, I'd rather have ice water cream. ice is yeah, more refreshing. I, I know. Water but ice I also, is more I also have had ice cream and water ice. Water ice is more refreshing than ice cream, in my opinion. Okay, I'd still rather have ice cream. Yeah, I, I, if, I mean, if I could eliminate one from the, from the arsenal, okay. I'm eliminating water ice. But when you're talking, when we're having this conversation in a, in a week when you're in 95 degree weather out, outside, give me the ice cream. No, give me <laughs> like if, if there's a water ice truck or an ice cream truck, I'll take the water. I'll ice take truck. the ice cream. All right. Okay. All right. Last one. We've had this one before, yes. but uh, to get you on the record, pancakes, waffles, French toast. Okay. I am migrating French toast. Okay. Um, I am pecking waffles, and I'm nesting pancakes. Okay. Give me pancakes for, for the rest of my life on that one. Do you do, you, do, you, uh, do a little breakfast uh, cooking at the Berman household? No, nah, I'm not a breakfast eater. Okay. I'm what not about a big the breakfast kids? eater. The kids, um, yeah, they are. My wife makes them eggs in the morning. Okay. Um, my wife makes them eggs and toast, and uh, I. What's your cooking game like? I, I I can flip a good pancake. Okay. Growing up, I used to make chop chip pancakes a lot. Okay. Uh, it's probably not the best thing to eat, eat okay. a lot growing up. Um, but no, now I'm I'm, I'm more of like a leftover. Yeah, okay, I can flip a pancake now. I can flip a pancake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I was an Aunt Jemima or a Bisquick. Uh, okay. Devotee when I was younger. What about what about uh, elsewhere in the kitchen? I make a mean grilled cheese. Okay. <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean I'm I I was your typical single guy for a while where like I had a George Foreman grill and I had a uh, a, a 
a pot where I, I can make pasta. Um, but I, I wasn't doing cuisine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've gotten better at the, at the grill as, as I've been married and we have like a home, yes. I, I have a grill okay, and, that's good. and, uh, I've, I've got, I've learned it and gotten better at it. Um, but there was like a 10 year stretch, 11 year stretch where like I, I just did what was easy and it was the George Foreman grill. The and, George Foreman yeah. grill. Yeah. First, uh, grill I ever bought or got, not bought. Uh, we moved to DC after when this is right after I left the Eagles. Uh, my wife had got a job in DC, so I moved to DC. And as a uh, love DC, know, I live there as well. Uh, DC's no, not my favorite. We'll, we'll have that debate on a different podcast too. Uh, Big DC fan. Rachel, my wife's uh, parents had gotten us a grill. Very nice. Sort of like a, you know, Bo's moving to DC. Let's yeah, a little, a little housewarming thing. We had a little backyard. And what part uh, of town is this? This is in Shaw. Yeah, I know Shaw. And Yellow uh, Green Line. Yep. And so first morning, first morning I wake up in DC as a as a DC resident. Uh, I go, I, you know, I wake up, I go outside to go check out the grill. I haven't checked out the grill yet. And you know, I go outside in just shorts, no shirt, and realize as I walk outside that I there I have locked myself out. So I'm <laughs> shorts outside. and no shirt, really. Shorts, no shoes, <laughs> and just like Floppy basketball shorts, nothing else <laughs> underneath. Like I just got out of yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't showered. Like look disgusting. Okay. And so, and I have no key, obviously. Yeah. So cell phone or no? No cell phone. No cell phone. Do right. not have my cell phone. Okay. So this okay, is this how, how I'm, I'm in a pickle. How am I? It's yeah. and it's a DC. Have you introduced yourself it's to the neighbors DC yet? DC in August. No, so it's you like haven't introduced yourself to the neighbors. Swampy and yeah. oh yeah, I know DC in yeah, August. It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, what am I going to do? So the backyard thing that we had, the little patio or whatever, it was in an alley. Mm -hmm. So I hop the fence. Okay. Go to the alley (laughs) and like walk down the alley. And I'm like, okay, I got to see if I can find someone with a cell phone so that I can call Rachel. (laughs) So I like I pop my head out to this, this first guy who is like walking around, you know, just walking. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah, it's yeah, me. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's it's me. Yeah, I'm, yeah, a, I'm yeah. a fine guy. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, can I borrow your cell phone? Yeah. And I just, I locked myself out. And he's like, no. He just, he just kept walking. Uh, like, oh, Hello, man. congressman. Because yeah, I look, yeah. I look yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I look. You could explain the story. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have. Uh, you can explain yeah. the story. You can say, ex- Well, I said me. I just locked myself out. Yeah, can no, I you have to give phone? the whole story, though. Well, yeah. Uh, and so then the next uh, lady comes by. She lets me borrow uh, her cell phone. I call Rachel uh, at work. She's able to come come get me. But while I'm waiting for her, two things happen. I then, like, walk around to the front. So I'm just waiting on the front <laughs> stoop. A guy in nothing but shorts. <laughs> and the, the male lady comes. What time is it? What, what time it's is probably, it? like, 11 a.m. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so this, this maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah. And uh, the male woman comes and just hands me the mail. Which I, without even a word, which I thought was so funny. Like she just, just she, she trusted me. Yeah. She just handed me the mail. Uh, which it's was a good great. story. Yeah. And then also, what happened was two things that happened later. One, I found out a friend of mine had a friend who saw me that day, and like in his mind, I was just like the the, the crazy guy in basketball yeah. shorts uh, out in front. And then also, the guy who turned me down. I started seeing him around the neighborhood. I'm like, oh, there's the guy who wouldn't let me borrow his phone. <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, yeah. So. that's a good there story. 
That's a real good story. That's my DC experience. All right. My DC experience is a little different than that. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I, right. I was never outside shirtless in DC. Never? <laughs> never outside shirtless <laughs> okay. in DC. Well, yeah. that's the difference between us. Now, today, uh, throughout camp, we are the long sleeve yes. guys. We're the, we're the long sleeve crew. Yes. I respect that about us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's become a brand. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends, a, uh, a feisty Saturday. Uh, we may be back tomorrow night. We may not. We may hold it until Monday. Monday. We'll see. We'll, well see. Uh, we'll see how tomorrow night. Now goes. we should say they're on the field like seven to nine tomorrow night, and then they're back at it Monday morning. It's a little later. A little bit later, but right. it's not like significantly later. Right. So uh, if we don't do one tomorrow night, it'll only be like a matter of hours before we do another one. That's true. Plus, it's the weekend. You're going to listen to this one probably on Monday anyway. So, <laughs> and we, there was like five minutes of football talking this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's those are the best kinds of episodes. All right, thank you for listening for Zach Berman and Shilka Padia. Um, but Wolf, and as always, we love you.